Hello and welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a culture and conversation podcast where you can detox from the world around you and get a window into how other people live their lives. Come detox with detox. I'm your host, Joe Shaw, and on today's episode, I have Chef Josie Clemens on the show. Chef Josie Clemens was a contestant on season 20 of Hell's Kitchen. She was the only vegan chef on that season. And because of the notoriety she received as a result of being on the show, she is now on this show, Detox Podcast, talking about her upcoming show that she was a judge on called Peeled. Peeled is the first ever 100% vegan cooking competition show. The chefs are vegan. The judges are vegan. The crew are vegan. Yes. It's an exciting conversation. Chef Josie and I get into a conversation about her time on Hell's Kitchen. Of course, we get into Peeled. We talk about how she started getting into veganism and maintained that lifestyle. And how really, if we all took a moment to consider our impact on the world, how we might be compelled to make some different decisions. It's an absolutely wonderful conversation. I loved having Chef Josie on the podcast, and I know that you're going to enjoy it too. Before we get there, I do want to let you know that today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Empire Toys. Nostalgia is something everyone loves, and Empire Toys in Keller, Texas is on Nostalgia Overload. With toys and action figures from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today, Empire Toys is a one-stop shop for a trip down memory lane and a chance to reclaim what was once yours, but likely sold at a garage sale. Check out Empire Toys on Facebook, Instagram, or at TheEmpireToys.com. Now, without further ado, my conversation with Chef Josie Clemens is coming right up after this. Welcome back to the Detox Podcast. With me today, I am excited because I think we are going to get in to a fantastic conversation. I have with me Chef Josie Clemens. Chef Josie, how are you doing today? Joe, I am so great. I'm even better now that I get to sit and talk to your smiling face. How are you? <laughs> I am doing what I am trying to survive this Texas heat. It is brutal. It has been brutal all summer, and I feel... Um, like a lot of people can empathize with that, but it is, uh, we are, we are making it work. Uh, school has started. Soccer has started. We are, we are doing our best to, to cool Your off. Your clothes are sticking to you. Yes. You have all yes. the humidity. I understand. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, Josie, we're going to get into a lot of amazing conversation today. Specifically, we're going to talk about Peeled, the, the world's first ever vegan cooking competition show. I want to make sure I got that right. Um, and so I'm excited to, to talk about that. Um, but first here at the detox podcast, we do like to invite our listeners to quote unquote detox from the world around them and get a window into how other people live their lives. Um, so Josie, I want to ask you, what have you been currently detoxing from? Mm, I think that's a great question. I think that, um, as you mentioned earlier, uh, before we started recording, time is our most precious commodity. And I find that I'm creating a timeline in my head of when things should happen and at what points things should happen in order for me to feel happy or successful. And I'm realizing that I'm getting further away from the core, which is just 
enjoying the journey, spreading the mission and the message with people that is veganism um, and just bringing more compassion into my day-to-day life for myself and others. So sometimes even when your mission is good and your intention is good, you'll still fall into like those patterns. And I'm noticing that for myself. And yeah, so that is just a a, a constant detox daily to stay grounded (laughs) in what actually matters. That is so eloquent because I often think about how, how do we balance that sort of um, our core truth of educating people, spreading the good news, making the world a better place. And then also this little bit of, um, in my mind, it's a little bit of like vanity of like, okay, but why are, why are people spending so much time and energy and effort on this stuff over here? Because it, it's all superficial to me and it doesn't really matter to me. And I just feel like, why, why am I stuck over here on the side? And it, it, it does take quite a bit of like, okay, let's just like, let's just detox, right? Let's just take a, take a beat and think about why we're doing this. Let's just listen to the the new episode. (laughs) (laughs) Let's regroup. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, you brought up veganism. So let's just go ahead and dive right on in. So on the show today, we're talking about peeled and peeled is the world's first ever vegan cooking competition show. And so you are the head judge on that show, on if that I'm show. not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes, there is a judge, a judging panel of four, four individuals, and I am on the judging panel. That is correct. Very cool. So talk to, talk to me a little bit about how, um, maybe actually before we even get into Peel, um, I, I know probably a lot of people are listening and know you from your time on Hell's Kitchen, um, but but for those who are not familiar with the show or familiar with your time on the show, uh, talk to us a little bit about what the process was like getting selected for the show. And then we can talk about your time and then we'll, we'll bring how peeled fits right in with that as well. Oh, I got selected for house kitchen. Yes. Okay. Well, that was an interesting journey. Um, because I wasn't looking to be on house kitchen, but I had written on a list of um three things that i wanted to accomplish before i die number two was get roasted by gordon ramsay (laughs) and this was a list that i created in 2016 and hell's kitchen called in 2017 and we began filming in 2018 and it was released last year which was 2021 may 31st 2021 was the first uh episode that, that aired and basically i cooked at a family party um my ex-boyfriend's family party and a friend of a friend there his girlfriend was facebook friends with the casting director (laughs) of hell's kitchen (laughs) that's a lot of like wow that fell the right way it's such an la thing because it happens in los angeles And so I'm at this party and I cooked a vegan chicken picante for them and I used artichokes and they really liked it. And the casting director posted one day um, on the World Wide Web that they were looking for vegan chefs and or they were just looking for young chefs sure. and a family friend commented and they commented a few times talking about me. And next thing I know, and I'm on Facebook, I'm watching these notifications pop up. And then next thing I know through Facebook Messenger, 
the casting director, Amber, is calling me. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. So, and I had just decided to leave my corporate job at Tesla because I realized that even though I was aligned with Tesla's mission, it still wasn't my mission. Sure. And I had yeah. been doing sure. um, restaurant consulting on the side, putting vegan menus in non-vegan restaurants. And I just wanted to go all in on that. And then it was like, yeah, life just gave me a beautiful opportunity to spread veganism to 6 million viewers on Fox, which is like one of the... Uh, <clears throat> lower frequency uh channels <laughs> in uh tv land so it's yeah. um what was it so uh i what's the question i want to ask here i think it's it's along the lines of um how how were you um brought along i guess maybe is is the right the right way I want to say it because it to me to me as an outsider coming in it seems like oh they're bringing on a vegan chef and they're what are the angles they're going to play with having the vegan chef in these different cooking competitions with all these different other chefs so I want to say how how did you feel you were received first off and then how do you feel that um, did you feel the perception matched what you were hoping to accomplish mm, that, those are great questions I think that the crew working the production really wanted to see me win yeah and i really yeah. felt their support i felt the support from gordon ramsay also um i had my team put me up for elimination like four or five times before i actually got kicked off the show and gordon was always like you guys put up the wrong person so no like josie go back in line you're safe <laughs> so who's actually going home <laughs> so every and i think that answers the other half which is uh the chefs that i was competing with they weren't very happy to have me there and they felt like i was a i was a threat because you know i'm the one vegan on the show and they're also like they, they i do believe they legitimately thought i was not a good chef Sure. just because i was vegan regardless sure. of what i was doing they were upset with my performance even if my performance was good so <laughs> it's just interesting it's interesting to see how like the psyche just will attack something new and different that's that really my experience you know i i like that and i want to i want to kind of hone in on that for a second because i think it is you know this goes back to almost is more uh, human behavior, right? Anything that that is perceived as new or different or outside of what uh, an individual is used to encountering or interacting with, um, there's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of resistance to even being open to having a conversation about a different perspective or a different way to consume food mm -hmm. or a different way of living. Um, and it can be very, very difficult. Um, for people to to make that choice to learn and educate themselves and and to listen um but i, lo I love that you were given the opportunity to be on the show and to demonstrate like what a badass you were like that was just so like super cool right i'm I like oh that. so sweet thank you <laughs> i um I have some really good friends who are vegan and they spend a lot, they've spent a lot of time educating me on the, the benefits and uh, both from an individual perspective of going vegan, as well as a, more of a societal benefit of, of going vegan and making these longer term 
uh, short and longer term, uh, better better decisions, both from a health perspective and a sustainability perspective. And uh, truthfully, it was it was very difficult. It was very difficult for me to to listen and and to to make that choice. I think what helped is I got to know them as people first, and re- we became very good friends. And then we talked about the about why they chose to go vegan and and how they've been maintaining the the their vegan lifestyle and eating and whatever and and then start then they started cooking for me and in and educating me and i was like what this is really good food this is really good food so so i i say all of that not to not to talk about me but i want to turn it back around and say what was your no but that's the icing on the cake is you got the good food that's what changes the perspective i'm glad they cooked for you i'm glad they brought you the vegan food that is the most important part you can talk all day long but it's like where is it where is the the product that's going to replace what i'm used to and create this lifestyle change exactly so what would uh, or how did you first enter into um, veganism and then start making that decision? What was the process like for you? Well, the process was um, excruciatingly painful for me. I think that it was a massive ego death for sure, because I had already been a chef for, uh, I had already been cooking and not necessarily chef. I had been cooking for four years and I had already built my identity around being a cook and that this was my life path. And I basically told my family, like, you know, F off. I told college F off. This is my path. This is what I'm doing. I am a cook. I'm going to be a chef. I'm going to be a success. And um, then all of a sudden, my life came tumbling down. Like my ex and I broke up and we had been saving for a restaurant and we had this joint account and he cleared out all the money. And then I lost my job. And so it forced me to like, it was just like the series of events where that caused me to like blame myself and say, okay, how am I responsible for this? And I think it took like eight months of going, of trying to go vegan and successfully being vegan to realize nothing's wrong with me, but there is something wrong with the world and things that I was brought up with that I cling on to for safety. And now as an adult, there are things that I need to do in order to create a new outcome for myself um, and those around me and manage people's emotions and experiences in a positive way, rather than just always be asserting my, my will to go to get what I want in life. Right. Because as humans, that's kind of what we're trained to do is to provide for our family, but we don't necessarily look backwards at the devastation that we're causing yeah. behind us in the minor and the major yeah. ways and how that adds up over time. So it happened pretty early. I mean, I was, I was 19 when that happened and I was vegan by the time I was 20. And that was, um, I think the day after Christmas, I decided that I said, I'm going to have one more Christmas dinner with my family. And then December 26th of like 2016, I went vegan. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I thank you for sharing that. I really liked how you talked about we're taught to provide for our family, but we don't, we don't often take a, take, take a look back and see the devastation that we've left in our wake. Right. And it is, it, it, it's a societal mindset. It's a, it's a, um, look out for me, look out for mine, meaning family, right. Or whatever my interest, um, and not thinking, in a larger way about everything. And, and, and I think 
I can understand some folks' perspective of like, I don't have, I, you know, perhaps one doesn't have the luxury to stop and, and make those decisions and be able to think through a lot of those, um, a lot of the actions that lead up to some of that destruction and devastation. Um, I think that's where it's even more imperative for those of us that do have that ability to, to make those decisions in order to relieve a lot of the pressure and stress, which then would have an effect where there is a greater op options and opportunities for those who currently can't think about it to then be given those choices to be able to make the better choices. A hundred percent. I think that creating infrastructure, whether it's like a conscious business or getting into like some sort of conscious capitalism or creating some sort of community support group that is so valued right now. And people don't even know that they value it, but when they find something that brings them uh, piece like a detox podcast it's you know this is just like one example of a type of business that can be created and monetized where you're bringing something peaceful into the world yes so thanks for doing that first of all yeah, of and course. second of all i think there's an unlimited number of ways to do that and i think it's safe to pursue that and set down your career and whatever you're doing before devastation has to happen to you, before you have to do what I have to do, you're in a place of devastation, you have to introspect. It's also safe to make those decisions before like life reroutes you to do so. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay to be ahead yeah. of the curve and just change your life. Yeah. Oh, be an overnight success, which is basically just change your mindset and right. start taking those aligned actions and creating something new. <laughs> I like when you've got, you've got so many, you know, you talked about like people don't even know that they value that. And then they f encounter a company or a business or an infrastructure that puts such a high value and importance on it that then they start realizing that they want it. Like I, there's a couple of companies that I shop from and the very first time I shopped from them that I shopped from them because they talked about making uh, their clothes from recycled material. And I was like, Oh, this is so cool. I want to support this. And then, I got, I like checked out and it was like, congratulations, you saved like this, like this is your exact carbon footprint. Now, do you want to reduce it further by making like, by not having this kind of packaging by doing this? Like, do you want to take longer? Like, I mean, there were different options that wow. I was given and I was just like, I want to, I want to like give my money to you exclusively because you not only told me what my carbon footprint is, you also gave me other ways to like reduce it. And that... Yeah. That's where I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like I didn't know I needed that right until I was given that. So I just want more companies to do that. Um, I think there's a few, I'll, I'll go ahead and give them a shout Noted. out. Like pack, <laughs> packed apparel, I think is one. Um, uh, Fair Harbor is one that I've utilized before. And then um, I believe even Rothy's, right? Their footwear is made from recycled material as well. So there's, there's three different companies right there. So. All right. I'm going to check out. I, I'm familiar with Pact and Rothy's. Pact is available in Whole Foods. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think they're like 100% organic cotton, yes. or that at least they have like 100% organic cotton line. But Fair Harbor, I need yes. to check that one out. I, I sure. got a new, they do like swimwear. So I need some new swimwear and I checked them out and it was recycled oh. material. So there we go. Yeah. So big fan of that. So. It was nice. So um, important, you know, I feel like maybe a vegan restaurant should be putting that on their menu. It's like, but if you order this one, this is what you this is what you save if yeah. you order the vegan meal instead of just seeing like, oh, it's vegan. Oh yeah, that kind of sounds good, but I'm gonna get what I normally get. It's like 
you throw some facts in there, people might be like, oh, I did a good thing today. Exactly. Dopamine release. <laughs> think, about, think about, like, I remember yeah. when people, when the craze, like, probably 10 years ago, um, when companies started putting things like free-range like chickens or grass-fed beef or whatever, right? And so it's like, why don't you take that idea to the next level of like, if you order the, here's the vegan menu and here is uh, your direct impact on what you want to, what you want to have. Um, or at the very least an option to like round up your cost to be able to contribute to a cause. Um, anyways, we're, we're starting to ideate on other things, but I want to bring it back around, but this is, this is good. Take right? note, people, people. Yeah. take note. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your plan to change your life. Right, right, We're coming right, up with it right now. Right, right, Just give right. us a 2% royalty. That's it. And that's it. That's all we need. Um, but let's talk. So let's take that to the next level then, because another way that you are going to be uh, educating people on vegan veganism and vegan food is through Peeled. So um, now Peeled is debuting on September 24th, I believe. Um, so, Talk to us about how Peeled came about, and then um, and then we can get into some logistics about where people can can watch it and make it their new favorite cooking show. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, Far Simmons is a visionary, and she has a company called Be Kind, which um, Be Kind is an app, and it will let all the vegans know, or the non-vegans, everyone who are interested in getting some vegan food, where they can go to get 100% vegan meals. Um, and yeah, Star, when she approached me, it was on Instagram and I was in Mexico at the time working on a project and she was like, oh, hey, she commented on one of my photos and she was like, oh, hey, I wish you were in uh, the States because then you could help us work on this TV show. And I was like, well, I can come to the States. That's just a flight away. Right. And so then right. from Mexico, you know, that that moved into the DMs and then I started talking to her about what her needs would be. And um, yeah, then it just turned into Zoom calls through Italy, creating the concept and uh, all of us working together, the entire cast and crew and production team, they're all vegan as well. So awesome. it was, it's just a really cool time awesome. where um, vegans are making money off of a vegan production rather than people like seeing veganism as a fad making something vegan even though they're not vegan and then getting the benefit from it that's of course like something i support um because i embrace duality but it's also just nice to make something that is going to help people and it's going to put money in our pockets because vegan with doing stuff that's vegan most of the time people are doing it purely from like passion and yes. they'll like not take money so it's just it's just nice and then secondarily i mean there's no vegan representation on food network on any of the cooking channels um you look at like there's chop there's master chef gordon ramsay has like six different shows and none of them are fully vegan and i know for a fact that i would be watching the cooking shows more if there wasn't so much meat because now as a vegan i have to like watch the show and like take up like take all the information in so I can still learn something and have a good experience but like put it through this filter of like yes that's disgusting but we can we can look at that right. half slab of pig and we can learn how to make our veggies taste like that and so it's just a little bit draining yeah. um 
So yeah, it's just incredible that there's going to be this educational channel for people to learn what vegan food can be and like how easy it is. And then there's also the little blurbs that are educational about the lifestyle as well. So yeah, I'm really excited for people to see it. That's awesome. (laughs) So it's going to be as so it's going to be, so peeledshow.com I know is one place where folks can, can check it out for sure. And then you said the, the V kind app folks should download that in order to stay up to date on the show. Is there, is that the best place for folks to um, be aware of new episodes and engage with the content is through the V kind app, or is there another, another way that folks can, can engage with the episodes? I think that you named the two best platforms okay. is peeledshow.com and the V kind app. Definitely Perfect. have both. And um, VIP tickets are available, so you can be on the red carpet slash green carpet. It's green carpet because vegan, obviously. <laughs> and there will be some vegan celebrities there and vegan food and champagne and hors d'oeuvres cooked by the competing chefs on the show. I will be there caffeinated and really excited. So <laughs> it would be great to meet anyone who's interested in coming, anyone who's interested in learning more about veganism. Yeah. I think that covers it. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, there's if if there is one thing um, that you hope people get out of watching the show um, that maybe we haven't covered. What's what's one thing that maybe uh, let, let's do this? I would say what's one thing that surprised you when filming the show that you're excited for people to see? Mm, I think it's going to be the heat from the judges mm. because you're going to expect veganism to be this compassionate show and it is however as judges we are holding these chefs to the highest standard sure. because this is the world's first vegan cooking competition that's going to be on tv so as a chef that has been on hell's kitchen and has also was also raised in like an old school environment um meaning not compassionate at all (laughs) like hot pans flying when you mess up yeah i'd say that it'll be it's funny there's a lot of adrenaline and there's also a lot of like oh my gosh did they just say that we're pretty our our panel was pretty intense on these chefs and like to each other and we're just kind of vicious and so it's fun I love it. Well, I can't wait to watch it. I'm excited. September 24th. I'm going to remind folks now. So as you're listening to this, it's well, I mean, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, it's Tuesday, August 23rd. You might be listening to it at some point in the future, in which case, if it's already out, go watch it and go go watch the the, the show. But uh, f- so Saturday, uh, September 24th, you can check out Peeled, PeeledShow.com, as well as the V Kind app. Um, this has been fantastic. Uh, we are going to uh, transition to the final segment of the show. So it's a segment that I like to call Things to Check Out. So it is a segment where I uh, share something I'm reading, watching, or listening to, and I invite my guests to do the same. I will go first. So Beyond Peeled, which we covered uh, extensively, and if folks want to go back and watch your season of Hell's Kitchen, they can do that as well. So Beyond Those Things, I'm going to give the folks some uh, recommendations. So uh, I am actually currently uh, watching, uh, I'm a big fan of Netflix's TV show Lock and Key. Uh, So uh, I've been thoroughly engrossed in season three, the final season of the show. For those that don't know, it was uh, an adaptation of a graphic novel by Joe Hill, who's Stephen King's son, who wrote this uh, magical story about these kids 
up in Massachusetts uh, who discovered these magical keys that enable them to do a lot of interesting things. And then, they, of course, they encounter demons and chaos ensues. So it's wonderful. Good times. Go check it out. Um, the book uh, that I'm currently reading, I'm reading uh, this book by uh, our next week's guest, Christopher B. Owen, wrote this book, New York Stories, 25 Tales of Life in the Big City. It's quite enjoyable. I uh, am really enjoying the, the, the short stories within them, um, and they all have that New York theme tied together, so that's been fun. Um, and then listening to, I've actually been going back and re-listening to some old school Jack Johnson. Um, I'm a big fan big fan of in between dreams and so that's what i've been listening to lately but chef josie what are you reading watching or listening to i just had to go through i'm like i'm opening amazon kindle <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh what am i reading and watching i have to say that amazon prime modern love mm -hmm. is um yes something that yes. i rewatch. i've watched both seasons probably three times all the way through and it's just like an amazing show to watch to like re-believe in love or re-believe in like the synchronicities of life um, when you relax and go with the flow more and follow your feelings it's just like something that makes me cry and sometimes we just need that <laughs> yes it's true. and then also yes. uh psycho cybernetics is an incredible book that i am rereading and it is about the power of realizing your own self-image and living through your own perception of yourself rather than allowing the perception of others to infiltrate the way that you act and feel and think. So um, also an incredibly powerful tool for when you get a little bit lost in the sauce. And if your environment is a little bit um, dominating, or asserting itself onto you in ways where you cannot enforce your boundaries and you lose your way a little bit. I think that that is a great, great book to read. And that is actually all that I've been listening or watching and reading at the moment. Very nice. Uh, Chef Josie, if people want to follow you and see what you're up to, what's the best way for them to do that? Best way is Instagram, begin Chef Josie. No dots, no anything. Just speaking, Jeff Josie. You can slide in the DMs if you have any questions or you want to process life. I'm always sending like 57 voice memos and annoying the shit out of my boyfriend um, because I'm always like, I'm sending a voice memo. And then I talk into my phone for like three minutes straight. So if you ever want to chat, I'm always down to chat. I think that's 70% of my life is chatting. So yeah, it would be great to connect, including you, Jeff. Well, I appreciate If you ever want to talk, please just slide in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I I have to say there was I can't remember the name of it. I will try and find the name of the vegan restaurant in Dallas that I went to because it was incredible. Um but my friends that I mentioned earlier took me to this restaurant in Dallas and I got this um buffalo chicken flavored like sandwich. It was some some kind of mushrooms. Um uh, oyster was it mushrooms? Oyster mushrooms? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah, bit yeah, into that, it and was like, what, yeah, what, what is this? <laughs> the bread was like toasted so well. And uh, I'm, I'm starting to get hungry now. And I just bit into it and was like, the sauce was good. The It was crunchy. The texture, I was just like, this is, that's all I need right here. That's how right you here. convert people. Yeah. It's just yeah. been something indulgent and amazing. I'm exactly. so happy you had that experience yeah. and good to your friends for giving you that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a delight. And I, I, 
hope you'll come back again because I am excited to continue the conversation. Definitely, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. We will talk anytime on Instagram in another podcast. Would love to. Thank you for being such a great host. And yeah, hope to see you again. Thank you. Well, listeners, you've been detoxing with detox. Now go and make a more inclusive world. If you know of an interesting person or story that needs to be told, please reach out to me at detoxpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Detox Podcast, or visit DetoxPodcast.com. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you like the show. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps us out. Link is in the show notes. Finally, thanks for listening. Please come back next week when we'll have another interesting conversation. And special thanks to my producers, Ben Lawant and Galan Aldaco. Without your help and support, this show wouldn't be possible. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com.